any of my other guests, but today's interview may just be my favorite, and that's only because it's so incredibly personal to me and such an honor that Sarah would hop on and be part of this interview. I would not be in this company without Sarah. And here's the coolest part about it all. And we talk just briefly about it here, but I met her two years ago in a sales training course. It found out that she had actually been at the very tippy, tippy top of my previous company. And I was blown away. My my exact words were to her, why would you give that up? And I was shocked by her response. Her response was, I didn't give anything up. And I was like, okay. And I think I I even asked something and her response, again, was so nice. And she was like, you know what? We just weren't aligned anymore. I said, okay, I can follow that. But I wasn't at the point where I could even see how somebody at the tippy top of a company could leave. Fast forward, uh, not even a year, and she hit me at the right time. And actually, I'm going to be talking about a little bit about that whole concept, like what do you say to somebody and all that. So I'm not going to get into that here, but I'm super excited for you to hear from Sarah today because we're going to take a little bit of a different approach. So I've been doing this mini series, Social Retail Rising. It airs on Instagram on Thursdays and Tuesdays actually now, but, uh, and we've been talking about really what are the fundamental differences between this business model, social retail versus the traditional network marketing structure, right? And we've gone through some of those nuances, but what I asked her specifically to go through and what I really, really wanted to focus on is it's great. Comp plans, I I literally have had this conversation at least four or five times in the last week where someone's like, show me the comp plan. Sure, I'll send you over the comp plan. Sure, you can look at the products. Um, All of those things are fantastic and it's super important. You need to look at those, but you can have an amazing product portfolio. You can have a really generous compensation plan. You can have programs that are phenomenal. You can have you know, so many of these different things. But if you don't have this one thing, you're not disrupting. And I'm just going to tell you right now, that one thing is vision. That one thing is forward thinking, being able to look beyond where you're at, being able to look beyond the step or 10 steps in front of you. Like we're literally talking years ahead. And so that's what we're going to talk about. If you've listened along for a while and you're like, okay, yeah, this business model sounds really intriguing. It's really different, but blah, blah, blah. Friend, listen, because without vision, none of that other stuff matters, right? Like, Look at companies that are truly disrupting. That would be the Airbnbs, the Amazons, the Ubers, the, the, you know, those sorts of companies that are doing everything like the everyday, but in a completely different way. So listen in. This episode's a little bit longer than a normal episode, but it's well worth every minute. 
Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. So, okay, here we are on opposite opposite coast of the country. And I had the pleasure of meeting you two years ago. We were in that sales training and Mm -hmm. I was like immediately drawn to you. And the fact that I've been able to work with you for the last year has just been so much fun and such like a kick in my professional booty that I didn't realize I totally needed. I mean that in all the best ways, every single best way. I really do. You sure? Okay, like 98%. Don't ask me again. It's going to drop again. It'll drop again. No. So I know we we could just like have a laugh fest the whole time. But I have been so amazed by you. And I'm going to have you introduce yourself in just a minute. But I want to set this up because this interview is going to be just a little bit different. Like we've taught, if anyone's watched any of the interviews, they see you, they know you, they know me, like you can go through and talk about why social retail is different. Like we can talk about the nuances and the whole thing. And I've had multiple conversations this week about comp plans. Show me your comp plan. Show me your comp plan. And it hit me the other day that comp plans are great. They're awesome. But it's just one component of what makes a company successful or just like everybody else. And so I've asked that you share what this one really thing is that differentiates us and makes that comp plan and those products and all of those things takes it to another another level. But before we get there, let's give a little background. Why are you so awesome? Who are you? And how did you find yourself in the network marketing space? I know I set you up like way here. I mean, wow, no pressure. Um, so can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Great. Okay. So I do not have like a lifelong, um, background in this. Actually, this is my 10th year in this industry, which feels like a lifetime a little bit. Um, but I started out in corporate finance, fresh out of college. That was my, you know, dream, like go to school, get a degree, get a good job, get a master's, like climb the corporate ladder. I did that. I did everything I was supposed to do. Um, got to the top in the corporate world and realized really quickly, this is fantastic. If I want to work 80 hours a week and (laughs) never start a family, never see my husband, you know, just basically like work myself to death. And I was just not, 
you know, here I had just like hit my thirties and I was like, I don't, I just don't think that this is it. Like I just, I'm going to pass. And so I left my corporate job and I'm actually so thankful. I just have to say, I'm so thankful that I was young and dumb enough to just be like, nah, um, I'm going to just pass on this. Um, and start over again, because I think so many people, like the older you get, the mm. more scared you are to take risks like that. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm often like, man, I was just like ballsy enough and young enough and dumb enough to be like, oh gosh, this is stupid. I'm not going to do this. I'll just like figure something else out. So I did. And, um, I was doing some consulting work for a little while and then I stumbled upon network marketing and I remember thinking, and honestly, this is what did it for me. This is what did it for me. There was a, a person who was talking about just developing a, a great income. And it was about where I was in my corporate job. Mm-hmm. And she had done it from home with five kids. And I thought, and she had no professional experience, had never worked a day in her life. And, um, and she, and she was just like, I, you know, I've, I've never worked before. So this is just like, you know, and I was like, gosh, like if she can do that from home, you know, like that's beating what I was doing. Like at least I could be home. And so I jumped into network marketing. I loved the industry at first. I thought it was great. Um, what I quickly found was that it was great for a very, very small percentage of people in that traditional setting. Mm-hmm. And the more that I, the, the longer that I was in the, that channel mm-hmm. and that model, the, the more I became frustrated with the fact that very few people could experience the kind of success that was presented in the value proposition. So what seemed to me to be what was shared with everyone as a commonality, like as a this could, this could be you too. Um, you know, I couldn't put my head on the pillow at night and say like, Hey, Michelle, like this could happen for you when I knew like, no, it can't, you know, this is is actually probably not going to happen for you. And I feel like there are a lot of people that are just perfectly fine doing that and like going, well, you know, actually it, it could like, if she like, kills herself over it. And if she basically doesn't see her family and then she like holds her mouth just right when she's on the phone. And you know, if like the stars Hops on one foot. And if, her, if the stars align this very unique way. And um, I just like, I became more and more and more out of alignment with mm-hmm. the company, with the industry, with the way that I was being told, you know, this is how we do things. And so I just, I didn't see a lot of innovation. I didn't see a lot of change. I didn't see a lot of, of progression in how things were being done, like with the times. And I was like, you know what? Um, I'm not sure if this is them or me, or if it's the industry or if it's me. So I'm going to just bow out. And so I sold that, I sold that business and no hard feelings to total Irish goodbye. Like didn't, I'm not one of those people that's like, yeah. I'm coming to you live today because I've made a big decision. <laughs> I've decided that I'm no longer with like X, Y, Z. Like I no. Yeah. like, you know, God sees everyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I totally 
like there are people still like two plus years later who are like, Oh, Hey, can I get this product for you? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, let me give you the name of somebody who can help you out. So anyway, I, um, like again, like no hard feelings at all, but I was pretty much done with the industry. Um, you know, cause of course you think what you experience and what you know is all, you know, right? So if that, if this company is like that, then every company is like that. And it's so interesting to me. I did a ton of soul searching. I grew my faith so much during this time. I just remember like praying and being like, God, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next, but clearly I'm not making good decisions about my future at this point. So just like, help me. And, um, one big part of it was working on me, mm -hmm. like working on like, where did I go wrong? Because let me tell you something, no matter where you are, you are there. And if you are inconsistent in company A and company B and company C, guess what? You're going to be inconsistent in company D. If you are uncomfortable going on camera and talking about product A and you know, opportunity B, you're going to be uncomfortable going on camera and company C talking about those products as well. And that, uh, but yeah, if you're not, if you're so, not consistent in one, it's not going to change. Yeah. Like you've got to own your, your part in it. And I see so many people either blaming everything on the company where they were and they just kind of go in search of something else and they don't do any real soul searching and any real like looking inward to see like, what work do I need to do? Like, where do I need to grow up? What do I need to like see as something that like is consistently happening no matter what I do. And this is like in, in your corporate job or in your nursing job, in your teaching job, in your marriage, in your friendships. And then, and then on the other hand, there are some people that are, that are like the most talented, skilled, developed people who blame everything on themselves because, you know, their leadership is telling them like, oh, if you'll just work harder, this, this comp plan works. And, and they continue to stay in a place that isn't a good vehicle for them. And they, they become the enemy in their story because they think everything's their fault. And so it's interesting how that happens. But yeah. um, all that to say, I found social retail after a good break after kind of doing that soul searching and um I stumbled upon it and I remember thinking like gosh it would have to be a really crazy opportunity it'd have to be something like so out of this world it would have to check all the boxes like basically everything that I like makes me cringe about this industry it would have to check all those boxes like all the no's yeah. and I had a lot of no's and then everything that I'm looking for, innovation, forward thinking, customer focus, like can, can the average person be successful? Can I actually get behind the value proposition day after day, year after year, and put my head on the pillow at night when I'm telling people they can be successful? That was a big one for me. <laughs> and so, I mean, crazy. Um, but I really, I, I, I had like, I had a little list, you know? And so, um, I was, I kind of like, I, I was kind of like, okay, t you know, show me what you got. Cause I didn't think anybody had it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember at the end of one conversation, I was like, oh, <laughs> but they have it. Check, check, check. Right. And I was like, yeah. oh, what? And like, immediately I was like, did I have a backup list or <laughs> I wasn't sure. you were expecting it to not check those boxes and be like, well, I tried. Okay. 
Because in my mind, like nobody could ever, nobody was ever going to be able to get through that. Yeah. That wall I had up Mm -hmm. of, you know, I mean, I, I had too many things I wanted that were even at odds with each other, you know? Yeah. Like, I want this, but I also want this, but I don't want this. And those things seem to be, like, attached. And I was like, oh, well, I've got you. What about this? And, you know, I remember having a conversation with Justin Prince, and he was like, oh, yeah, totally. That's a lot of people want that. And here's how we handle it. And I was like, oh, oh. Like, the fact that they had even thought of it was just, yeah. I was like, shoot. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, which which brings us exactly to where I want us to be so perfectly, because y- you can have all those things, you can check all the boxes, but it's the vision. It's the vision. And, and that's what blows my mind. When I met you two years ago, I found out that we had come from the same company, I was still there, that you had been where I had aspired to be. And I was blown away by that. And I wasn't in a place to hear how there could ever be anything different. And as I heard that, I was like, oh, kind of the same things. Like I didn't know what I needed, but I knew what I didn't want. And to see that, and after the last year, what I've realized is you can have all the things, but if you're missing the component of the vision, they're kind of pointless. So let's talk about that for just a second. You've been here for just about two years. And mm-hmm. what is that vision that differentiates everything and makes this model such a disruptor? So it's a couple of things to me. And I've been thinking and talking a lot about this in the past few days because I truly believe what sets us apart is both just a, the fundamental, the, the thing that we, the thing that we keep at our foundation, that's always at our foundation being customers, the focus on customers. Um, that being our foundation is sets us apart from so many companies because, you know, we're going into this social retail 2.0 in what, 23, 24 days, something like that. And, um, you know, we're not going to a conference where we're going to get like a, you know, they're changing the recognition and they're changing the comp plan. And we're, you know, we do have a new product, but we have new products all the time. So that's not like a big, like, woohoo, this once a year, once every two years, thing. let's get excited. So I think, you know, that sounds like a boring thing. That doesn't sound very like vision focused, but it is because what drives our vision is how can we continually, uh, consistently do better for our customers. And so I think it's, I, I think the point of maintaining that is that no one is asking us, like we don't have customers complaining for us to do a better job for them. We don't have any customers going, well, you know, I like having a $10 code to share, but what I would really like is, and, and fill in the blank, we are as a company going, how can we become the most Uh, rewarding and viral consumer experience on the planet. And we set out to innovate and create infrastructure around that consistently. And so it's, it's foundation and it's vision there. But then as kind of a forward thinking um, component of that, it's the fact that this company never ever sleeps on innovation 
on expansion, on doing better before we're called to be better. Mm-hmm. And you can't be a part of this without needing to level up yourself. And I think that that is such a, um, it's such a breath of fresh air when you've been somewhere where being stagnant and getting to a place where you can, you know, sit back and collect a paycheck is almost like the, that's the goal. And so it's interesting when people come here and they're like, you see this fire in them and you see them get reignited and they're like, man, I haven't loved work this much in years. I haven't felt this passionate about what I've been doing maybe ever. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I know because before where you were before your whole value proposition, your entire mission and vision for your job was to work hard for a few years so that you could sit back and collect a paycheck. No one has ever said, hear that that's what the goal is. It's always been, who can you serve? How can Mm -hmm. you add value? Mm -hmm. Um, How can we become the most rewarding and viral consumer experience on the planet? Where can we do better? How can we do better for our customers? How can we make more people successful? There's no company out there, corporate, like healthcare. There's, I mean, in, in direct sales, network marketing, any company, there's no company out there saying, how can we help more people be yeah. successful? Yeah. So do you think like, even like, like Tesla is a great company. They're not sitting in a boardroom right now <laughs> talking about how to make more people be successful, but that's the heart of what we do because, mm-hmm. and, and when you start with customers, when you, when your foundation is creating a rewarding customer experience for people where they truly feel appreciated and valued and they're rewarded and they are recognized for making referrals. Um, when you start with that, your average person is, that's your foundation. Your average person's going to win, right? You change the game for a person who isn't a, a just tech genius. Isn't some marketing guru who just is like a, a a star at branding like you are, right? You're, you're not talking about like dropping some Justin Prince person in who's going to be successful at whatever company he's in, right? We're talking about somebody who is a full-time mom, but has a full-time job, doesn't have a lot of time to spend, but they can come in here and use our systems. And what we do really well is, is launch those people and give them the tools to be successful. So when the customer is the focus, then those people, we have a lot of those people who can come in and win by building a great customer base. And then it just breeds this standard of excellence for everybody who joins because we have, we build massively successful businesses because we're helping more people win when typically there's so much People want to make a ton of money, but they don't want very many people to make a ton of money because then you're not as special in other companies. You're not as, it's not as elite and special when everybody's on the trip. And when, you know, when it's 300 people, it's, Ooh, I liked it better when it was 40 people on this trip. Like here we're like, let's get 4,000 people on the trip. (laughs) You know, it's the more the merrier. That just means we're helping more customers live healthier lifestyles, have cleaner products in their homes, refer customers, earn free product credits, love what they're using, 
um, you know, have an app in hand where they can share their code with other people. Like it's just, it's freaking genius. It's just freaking genius. It really, it really is. And I loved when I, I talked to Justin and I was like, it's so simple. And he was like, well, no, it's really not. And it hit me. And I loved that that was his answer because it made me think. And I realized, wait a second, they've done the hard work so we can do the easy work. It's, it's flipped in most other companies. And I only know the ins awesome? and outs of a few where they're like, no, 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 we're going to take the easy thing. You're going to have to do the hard thing. I remember talking to you when I first started and you're like systems. I'm like, what the heck is a system? Like, are we talking about solar system? Are we talking about like, like what the heck? And I started off with like, oh, got it. You mean something that's going to make me successful and like everybody yeah. successful. It's, well, it's funny it's, because I think if you, you don't know till you know, right? Like you, you only know what you know. And when you know better, you do better and all that. But yeah. I think some people, I mean, you still have to work, right? Yeah. But it just, the systems free you up to do the more meaningful things. And that scares some people, right? Some people don't want to be freed up to do meaningful things because that means they're going to have to find out what their skills are, what are their gifts, what are their unique talents, how do they serve people. And some people would rather be caught up with busy work, launching people who never take off, train, like, training their team when it could be something they systematize and do one training, record it, and tag people in it. You know, th these are things that sound simple, but you have to be dedicated to utilizing the tools that you create, and you have to have such it requires a very low ego person who doesn't care who gets the credit and a lot of people like that working together across leadership mm -hmm. to create what we've created here. But you're right. It wasn't simple to create. It was a freaking massive overhaul to create not only the infrastructure behind what we do and the app and the code sharing and all the things it required the perfect product portfolio. It required mm -hmm. the absolute like dream team of leadership from a corporate perspective and field leadership. And, and the fact that, like I was just saying, the people who work together to make these things come off without a hitch so that we can empower the people who don't have the time or the skill set to come up with those things necessarily to go and use them to create successful businesses. The, the selflessness, truly, to yeah. work across leadership and, and serve people who have nothing to do with you that's a culture shift that 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 shift alone if if you saw that in more companies would make such a change yeah. but people are so caught up in who they get paid on yeah um it'll never it will literally never happen yeah, yeah. like we don't have to worry about anyone catching up to us because people are too worried about only helping people that they earn commission on right right it's such a so narrow focus not our, no, yeah. and, and I mean, and that's just, that's just not our, it's not our culture. So we don't have to, we don't, but we, you know, it's, it's, it's a relief to know that we don't have to worry about it <laughs> completely. Well, and, and what's beautiful about it is that's just the, the way that the system is set up, the structure is set up and from the top down, I mean, it, we see Justin, we see, you know, I, I see all of my leaders around me who are, are working and that does not mean 24 seven. I mean, I think one of the first things I learned here was to set some serious boundaries. And I was like, wait, what? Like, but what if somebody needs something at like 11 o'clock at night? 
Like I want to, I was like, oh no, like I need to, I need to set those boundaries. Anyways, we could talk for like hours and hours on this because both of us are like, okay. And it's, it's just so like, and then, something. I know. And then there was this, and I, I, I often liken it to, um, the Peloton. I love my Peloton. You can get a workout from anything, but whether you have a Peloton or not, you recognize that there's something about it that is just next level. And so you could go ride any bike. You could open up the app and you could, you could have any, any bike and, and do any workout, but there's something about that, that really pulls excellence from you. It pulls a different experience out of you and really pushes you to be better. And that's what I found in the last 12 months here is I can find a, a company, I can find a product, I can find a comp plan that works with what I want, but to find all of that together that's supported by a forward-thinking vision of going where nobody can see we're going is the most exciting thing. Oh yeah. Like there, there's truly, it's a, it's a special time to be involved with this company. It's definitely, um, it is a gift to me to be able to be involved at a level where I have access to like the guy who put it all together and just to see how his mind works. And, you know, you interviewed him a few weeks ago and it was amazing. And just to have like, you know, I, I had a friend recently who said, be around people who call you up um, instead of being around people who don't want to see you rise. And I have consistently felt called up in this environment. And I have consistently felt required to level up in my life, in my faith, in my, um, in my like health and wellness, leadership, friendship, like the way that I treat my like husband, my like motherhood, all these things, because I feel like I'm surrounded by people who don't, who won't let me cheat on myself, who require the best of me. And it's just a really nice, like you can go get a job anywhere. You can be in part of any company where, you know, people will just let you be, people will just kind of let you do your thing. And that's not rare, but what's rare is to be a part of people who, who tell you like, listen, you're playing small and you need to, you have too many gifts to be sitting on the sidelines and not like showing up as your best self every day. And even to be around people who don't say it, but because you see them showing up that way and inspires you literally daily to show up that way. So that's another thing that I think is so special um, in, in combination with like, you know, all the things about the company, the culture, um, to have that is just such a, it, it's such a draw that I've never been a part of anything like this, you know, it, not only in business, but just in life. And I just think it's so special to have. It really is. It really is. Well, we could go on and on and on. And part of me would love to, and we could be here for three hours, but <laughs> we're going to wrap a bow on it. And Sarah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And as I leave every interview, if you are listening live or you're watching the replay and something that one of us has said hits you 
and you're thinking, okay, I want to hear more about this on whatever level, please reach out to one of us. Um, Sarah's information is here. You can ask her any questions, ask me any questions. We're all about wanting to share the information with you. And if it's something that fits, that's fantastic. If it's not something that fits, then that's fantastic too, because we want it to be a, a thing that works for you. So have an amazing day. Thank you so much, Sarah. And I'll see you in Thanks, a couple Michelle. weeks. Thanks, Michelle. Bye. Okay, bye. I'm totally and completely biased, but she's amazing. She's awesome. You have only heard just a few minutes of Sarah. And if, if, <laughs> what has, sorry, I'm like speechless right now, right? Um, what has blown me away over the last year is the level of professionalism. The level of professionalism in an industry that is typically known as, well, that's where the moms go to, you know, do their little thing. And you know what? Yeah, we got a lot of mamas here that are able to be in, in multiple different places. I was just at my daughter's job because I have the flexibility to do that kind of stuff. But what I love here is the opportunity to also grow something that is beyond your wildest dreams. And I don't say that flippantly because like she and I talked about in this interview, so often you hear people with a, 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 a proposition of you can do all of these things and yeah you probably can but the reality is it's for us so friend like I said at the end of this and every single one of these episodes if you've listened for this for this episode or any others or you've listened to all of them and you're like okay this is really this is an interesting this is something that I need to explore let me just tell you what I shared with somebody else the other day. I said, hey, at least she was she was telling me about a different a different compensation plan. She's just wondering if it's time for her to, to make a change. And after listening to her for a while, I came back and I was like, hey, if you're gonna look at that comp plan, will you look at this one too? Will you see how it's different and just compare them? If you walk away and you're like, no, that one's for me, then great. But you at least owe it to yourself to see how it's different. And after this episode, where we talk about it's not just the compensation plan, are you partnering with a company that is looking beyond this year, next year, five years? Like, they're looking way down the line. Is that, like, are you looking to just put a band-aid on the business to, to earn a little bit? Or are you looking to do something bigger? Are you looking to be a part of something so I have two places for you to go. Um, in addition to, you can always shoot me a DM. But if you feel like, okay, I want to go like in the background just a little bit and, you know, find out some of my, you know, answers to my questions. The first is I would highly recommend you watch this video. Go to bit.ly slash social retail video, all lowercase. Why but with bit.ly? Upper and lowercase makes a difference, but go to bit.ly slash social retail video. It's a super non-committal way for you to get a bigger idea of what we've got going on here. The second is you can go to bit.ly slash join team unicorn. You're not joining anything. There's just a bunch of FAQs there and ways for you to um, look around, see different things, you know? 
um, or you can straight up DM me. I hope that this finds you well.